Notes from Greenelsh, number 96. Focus. I enjoy taking pictures. Mostly I photograph family, nature, and landscapes. At school, I help capture school events for our yearbook and website, as well as train students on the basics of photography and image processing. One of the basics I cover with them is depth of field, which refers to how broad or narrow the range of focus is in an image. Anything in the image that is closer or farther than that range appears blurred. Depth of field along with field of view, composition, lighting, and color are all factors a photographer or artist can utilize to focus the viewer's eye on the subject of the image. With the start of this new year, we should each consider how to develop 2020 vision so we can focus on what's important and let insignificant issues fall outside our depth of field. Life is made of relationships, decisions, and moments. To avoid pitfalls and distractions and focus on what's important about each of those, we need God's vision and insight. God sees much better than we do. Because He is eternal, ever-present, all-knowing, all-powerful, and loving, He alone possesses a depth and breadth of experience, understanding, and wisdom beyond anything any of us could fathom. Briefly, here are three ways God sees. 1. God sees what others don't. Since He made each of us, He knows us intimately. He told Jeremiah, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you, and before you were born, I consecrated and appointed you a prophet to the nations. When the prophet Samuel was evaluating several candidates who God might choose as a king of Israel, God said to him, Do not look on his appearance or on the height of his stature, because I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. Job wisely recognized that God doesn't miss anything. He said, For his eyes are on the ways of a man, and he sees all his steps. Another way God sees is he sees with eyes of compassion, and he watches over us. When Hagar, a pregnant slave, ran away from being mistreated by her mistress, God saw her. She was desperate, miserable, and alone in the desert. So he sent an angel to assure her. This is how she responded. You are the God who sees me. For she said, I have now seen the one who sees me. God sees and watches over all of us. The eyes of the Lord are in every place, keeping watch on the evil and the good. That's what it says in Proverbs. In Second Chronicles it says, For the eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to Him. And in Psalm, The Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love. The Lord is good to all, and His mercy is over all that He has made. When things are bad, God sees it, 
and in his perfect timing he will act to bring justice. But first he extends mercy. Those who respond and repent, he forgives and restores. Those who continue to reject his grace and rebel against his righteous way, he judges. In Romans, it promises, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him and who have been called according to his purpose. Thirdly, God sees what will be. God knows the past and the future. He has filled the Bible with specific promises and prophecies, many of which have come true, and many will be fulfilled in the future. For instance, there are dozens of prophecies foretelling the coming of the Messiah, one who would save the world. They were fulfilled 2,000 years ago when Jesus, the Son of God, became a man and lived among us as Emmanuel, which means God with us. He died and rose again to enable all who believe in him to be saved from the result of their sin, which is death and separation from God. Those who trust and obey Jesus can be reunited with God and experience abundant life with him now and forever. Jesus has returned to heaven, but promises to come back to earth soon. He even described the end of our present age in Matthew chapters 24 and 25, in Luke 21, and in Revelation 1 and chapters 4 through 22. Not only does God see differently than us, but he gives his sight to those who rely on him. We see that in miraculous healing where Jesus restored sight to blind people. Spiritually, we are just like those blind people, and sin is our blindness. That is why Jesus came, to show God to us and enable us to see and know him. Jesus as God the Son, is the full expressed nature of God to us. He is even called the Word of God and the light of the world. The Bible explains who Jesus is and how we can have relationship with God through Him. Without Jesus, we are blind and lost in darkness. But Jesus came to change that. In a fulfillment of a prophecy in Isaiah, Jesus said, the Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me, because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners. So, to develop godly sight, we need to read the Bible with the desire to understand and be transformed by Jesus' character, his message, and his mission. Jesus and the entirety of the Bible show us a broad vision and way for our lives, and also practical specifics as a guide. It says in Psalm 119, Your word is a lamp for my feet, a light on my path. For more on why and how to start studying the Bible, refer to note number 79, Prepare for Life. So, if you're like me, you get pulled in a lot of different directions by various responsibilities and goals. Some are beneficial and necessary, yet others can be distractions. 
In 2020, let God help you focus on relationships, decisions, and moments for His glory. Then you can see people for who they are and love them for who they can be in God. For decisions, you can discern situations, prioritize resources, and make worthwhile choices. And with moments, you can redeem time and seize opportunities. So one day at a time, look to Jesus and the Bible to help you see clearly.